Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Shack Show is a production of iHeartRadio. I was listening to the Hank Haney Show, and of course, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Hank Haney watched the TaylorMade Relief Fund. Yeah, that thing in Seminole that was uh, involving Matthew Wolf, Dustin Johnson, Roy McElroy, and Ricky Fowler. And of course, it, as those of us who love golf architecture knew, we probably wouldn't get to see Seminole really shine, partly because the players maybe were a little rusty and also just because they hit it so bloody far that any of the strategy and, and intrigue uh, was going to be pointless. And, and that proved that. And I couldn't believe it, but Hank Haney, legendary instructor, host of the Hank Haney podcast, came around this week. He's 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 inching to the pro bifurcation set, and since we haven't talked about the distance issue in a while, uh, rightfully so, it's just not important. Uh, I did think, though, it would be nice to have a conversation with Hank that was a good little bit of distraction about this topic and all the little nuances and, and intriguing elements and complications of of should they ever do something about distance, which they've been trending in that direction, uh, what would they do and how would they do it? So here's my conversation with Hank Haney. So I was listening to the show and and I appreciate all the shout outs, but uh, I, I wanted to de- delve into this this new Hank that, that is open to bifurcation. Um, <laughs> so you watched the TaylorMade uh, Relief Fund match. You saw Matthew Wolf. Swing out of his shoes. They had a long drive yep. contest on two holes. You didn't have to keep it. You had to keep it on the property. That was the yeah. only rule on those long drive uh, holes. And you watched this and you came away thinking that maybe it, it's time to, to bifurcate. To, please, please tell me what, what it was that <laughs> caused this. Listen, I knew, I knew that I'd get a reaction out of two people, you and John Huggins. I knew that you, you guys would uh, would react over this. My friend John Huggin, you you know John. He's oh always- you and you yes, and we and for good reason because you've been uh, very much opposed to the idea of of anything. Correct bifurcation, right. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, for for a couple reasons. One, I just I don't think it's going to happen because I think the USJ are a bunch of idiots, and they let it get to this point, and it's like the the you know. 
cats, uh, uh, you know, the horses out of the barn. And, and you know, I, I just don't see how they're going to not get bowled over by, uh, you know, Titleist and, and everybody else. I don't. So, so that's one thing. I think it's just like a, a, a dream thing. But I was watching that match or whatever they call it, uh, tailor-made driving relief. And frankly, like Jeff, when you said like uh, Matthew Wolf swung out of his shoes, he didn't even really look like he swung out of his shoes. Yeah, that's true. Like that was probably the thing that really got me was that was just like a, that looked like just kind of a normal drive. I mean, four inches of rain the night before. And what did he hit one? 256 and one two six or three, 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 three. Yeah. 356 <laughs> and 365, right? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, seriously? I mean, I'm I'm like Yeah, that kind of got that kind of got me a little bit, I gotta admit. I believe I we've had we had this discussion, as I recall, and I have a terrible memory, but I think it was at Petco when Callaway was doing the par three or the golf course setup there, the links at Petco, right? And and we discussed because I had just seen Cameron Champ, and I was trying to tell you that what's so shocking about him is that it is so effortless looking, right. whereas before, you know, John Daly, uh, Savvy, take your pick, uh, even Davis Love when when he really wanted to put a little something behind it, he swung pretty hard, but. Uh, these guys, it's so effortless. But I, I, I'm still trying to understand. And Steve and Minnesota Tim tried to get it out of you. But it, there's something more there. You're you're bothered in the sense that you just don't think it's interesting to watch, or you realize the absurdity of going to Seminole and not being able to play it as it was designed. Is that it? Yeah, I don't. I'm not. You know, I don't know what it is. I'm not that into the design, although. It doesn't really matter what the design is because it, they just fly over everything. So they're really they're not really playing the golf course as it was designed. And but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I mean, you know, if you if you roll the ball back, I mean, I, I don't know how far you can roll it back. To be honest with you, that that it could it could actually play. When they said we're talking about like Ben Hogan taking his shag bag out and hitting a. I think they said like six iron from one fifty five yep. or one. What did they say? One fifty five, one sixty. What? What? What is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And I thought, oh my gosh. I mean, that's like a a nine iron or wedge, and you know, driving it down there, just wedging on every hole. I mean, yeah, it's kind of uninteresting. I I, have to, I would have to. I, I don't know. I th- I, th- I three twenty. I was okay with actually. Uh, the three sixty five. I, I that's a little too much. That that's kind of where the, the your limit is probably like at uh, at two ninety, but but I was okay at at, at three twenty, but three sixty five. Well, and as you say, that's all all carry. There was no yeah, roll. There was no roll, yeah. no roll. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a little that's a little much, but I I, I just I guess I just don't want my golf ball rollback. My position is always like I am looking out for the average guy. I don't care about touring pros. Like I really don't. I don't care what they do. I don't care how they they what ball they play with or how far they hit it or I don't really care. I just don't want to see the average guy hurt. And and you know the 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 golf course architecture, I know you're into that and and you know it's it it doesn't really it's that's not really something that like bothers me either to be honest with you. But I just don't want to see the average guy like hurt the average, you know, 18 handicap, the five handicap, the 10 handicap, whatever, the, you know, the beginner or whatever. I don't want to see those guys hurt. And, and to me, 
the bifurcation is the only way that that really, you know, doesn't happen. I mean, you, you, that way the guys won't get hurt. So then, you know, every everybody would be happy. Uh, you know, you would be happy and Jack Nicholas <laughs> okay. and Tom Watson and there you go. You okay. know, every yeah. well, I mean, it's pretty much everybody. I have to admit, it is pretty much everybody. Uh, and but but do you think do you do you think it's ever going to happen? I mean, do you think? I mean, they seem to be like. Well, it's on the back burner now because of the coronavirus. But, right. But, um, it, I mean, bifurcation, would that ever happen? Well, isn't it already somewhat in the rules now? I and mean, we already write so many rules for the pro game, and then they have their stipulations and different things related to high-def TV and and other elements. It seemed like it, we're already there. Yeah. Um, so that's what I always struggle with was is why can't, we adopt a local rule, which I wrote a chapter about, Hank, in a, my book in 2004. Uh, and they now are finally coming around on the idea the, of the local rule concept, which is basically a backdoor way. You know, I grew up, uh, my dad joined Riviera when I was 16. And so I got to play that incredible course. And the sixth hole, the local rule was always putters only on the green. And that just kind of always stuck with me that we do create local rules sometimes for certain situations, and why wouldn't you do that um, with a golf ball at, at at certain golf courses? Why wouldn't Pine Valley, instead of building new tees, have a local rule that when you're our guest and you're our member, you're going to play uh, this ball, the Pine Valley ball, or whatever you want to call it, the classic course ball? What, what, what's such a what's so awful about that? Other than obviously, there's difficulty with uh, manufacturing in terms of getting the manufacturers to stop uh, telling you how expensive that would be, even though they make all sorts of different balls and they <laughs> they, yeah, they yeah, make yeah. it way more dramatic than it needs to be. They're, they're incredible at what they do. Uh, they can do a lot of things. So I, that's where I struggles. What, what, what is the big deal? Um, but Mike, Mike, I guess what I want to know is the, the you've, work with a lot of people over the years, the connection between the pro game and the amateur game has always been an excuse for not having bifurcation. Yeah. Do you, do I, I, I never, you realize I never thought about that though? Really. Yeah. I, I, that kind of didn't make sense to me. I, I didn't, I that connection. There's no connection anyways. Well, not I mean, anymore. Well, what no. is the connection? I mean, there's no, nobody can connect to hitting at 340 yards. Correct. Three or six. Nobody can connect to hitting at 300 yards. Nobody exactly. can connect it at 260 yards. <laughs> if you really want to know the truth, I mean, go to go to uh, you know a driving range and stand out there sometime and and tell me how many balls you know land uh, past 175 yards. I mean, it's it's such a small percentage when you look at the overall body of golf that's played. I mean, you just you know you you look at like Top Golf, which is wildly popular and you know, their their targets are all out there, you know, a shorter distance. And the longest target is, you know, what, a couple hundred yards or something. And, you know, when balls never, never even sniff going to that target. I mean, no. I, I, don't, I don't see the connection anyways. But do you think it was there at one time? I do. I mean, I used to hit within a club of, a, of an elite pro when I was a good junior player. And that was kind of cool to hear that connection that I was somewhat in the realm of the pro. Now they're totally different. Game. Yeah. Yeah. But do you, do you think, don't, what do you think about the, the I, this is what, you know, 
I, I don't know if, if this would change everything, you know, like rolling the ball back. I mean, I'm not, you know, okay. If you have two sets of rules, I'm okay with that. That's fine. I think it's good. I, I got a lot of applause from all my buddies here, you and Huggin and Jim McClain, you know, they, they're, everybody was on me, but, um, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I honestly, I, I really am okay with that. You know, I have a, a, a driving range. In, yeah. Uh, see, yeah. This is why this is why we're so excited because you have had a range golf course. Yeah. You've been invited, so you sh- you should be the person that should be offended by these increased issues. Here's the other thing it. too, though. Let me tell you, at, at my uh, driving range, we have a big. This is in Louisville, Texas, and uh, the great predictor Steve Johnson runs that place, and you know teaches there. Well, anyway, there, we have a. a a pond that's out there because the, the Corps of Engineers made us have a you know drainage area, so we made it into a lake, and you hit over a lake, and the way that we you know get around not losing every ball we have because people can't hit it over the lake even though it's a hundred yards, uh, is that we have floater golf balls, mm. and the only thing difference about different about floater floater golf balls is, is they're just a little bit lighter. That's it. If you just make a golf ball a little bit lighter, it'll float. But when you make it a little bit lighter, it doesn't go as far. Yeah. And the thing is, is people that hit at our range, they really don't even know the difference, to be honest. Really? No. They don't know the difference. Interesting. I mean, they don't. I mean, it's just the the ball doesn't go as far, but it still feels good. It actually feels better than a range ball because it's it's a little softer than most range balls. You know, you go to most Mm. ranges, they have rocks out there. Yes. Yeah, so the so the balls won't wear out so fast. They buy the cheapest, rockiest balls they can. So our golf balls are, are a little softer. They're lighter. They don't go so far. So I, we've been using limited flight balls for years and years and years and years on our driving range, and we've we've never really had any pushback. To be honest with you, I don't hmm. think there's anybody that says, "Oh, I'm not going to go there." They 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 have you know limited flight because they don't even really they don't even know people don't know how far they're hitting the ball, right? So you know, I I think it's like you know that part is 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 okay too. But when people get out on the golf course, I don't you know they they don't want their you know game disrupted or they don't want to hit it shorter. I mean, it's hard to take right. away something. I mean, the sure. pros. I don't. Here, here's the thing that I don't understand though. I don't understand how if they couldn't. You know, ping made grooves and that became such a big deal. That yeah. is just the grooves and a, you know, and an iron made was such a big deal. And there's all this, you know, lawsuits and everything else. How in the world would they be able to roll the ball back? I mean, I, I just don't, I can't picture in my mind how this could ever happen. Well, uh, that's the big secret. Uh, they have. I believe developed the way uh, they believe it could be changing the number of dimples on the ball. Uh, you and I discussed uh, when when Callaway brought back the Magna, yeah. making the ball slightly larger. And I have a friend who has a, a TrackMan who's tested that out, and it 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 works out that it does take something off the the big hitter's ball. But the the average person really doesn't see a difference at all. And and you know, and I know you are a fan of a bigger ball because it's. It's just easier around the greens for a, a not yeah. as good of a golfer. Right, definitely. That was that's the one thing I think would make the game. Like if I would make one change, I would probably it would probably be make the ball bigger. That would be yeah. my one change to golf would be make the ball bigger. 
Uh, you know, which would be nice because you would like it. it wouldn't it wouldn't go as far. But then <laughs> I, I would I would really like it because <laughs> the people who can't play can get the ball up in the air. You know, I always joke that that's why people love to go to you know, top golf, but nobody wants to hit on the bottom floor. Everybody wants to hit mm. on the second or third floor because when they hit their grounder, they it yeah. actually does get airborne <laughs> as it falls off the third floor. <laughs> you know. All right, we're going to take a brief break, and then I'm going to explain to you uh, a fun thing about the floater that you probably don't know, because most people don't know uh, here on the Shack Show. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, so there was a man named Max Bear, Hank, and he was a very good golfer. Uh, he was a friend of Bobby Jones, Alistair McKenzie. He edited Golf Illustrated. Just a just a fascinating guy in the early part of the game. Elite, elite player. Ivy League's, you know, came from a family of money. Uh, Bear Paint is he's a relative of. Anyway, he he wrote some amazing stuff. He was so determined, Hank. Now, this is to show you that I am not this insane about the distance rollback. <laughs> I know you are, though. He, well, no, you. Yeah, I'm going to make the case. He, he when he was lobbying for this, and he was still a very good player here in the in the late 20s and 30s, and he hosted Bobby Jones at Lakeside, which he designed, uh, and while Jones was here in town filming his series, he played the floater. He was so adamant. There really? was a floater ball then about about the importance of this that he he just led by example and uh, he was clearly ahead of his time he he was a little upset with the RNA and USGA then that 
that was 90 years ago. But my point is what I, I that's extreme. I, I am not about trying to take distance from people. It's just that, as you know, to design holes, to set up holes, and I thought you touched on this very well in your podcast, it, it, we've gone to all these extremes uh, after Minnesota Tim laid out the scoring thing, which you know doesn't take into account greens that are 14 and right. all the other things. But the, the, the point is design when the ball starts carrying like that, and then the way of playing the game is to just bomb it and find it, uh, is impossible from a design point of view. It's hard to watch. I, I know some people think it's cool, but it just isn't. And so if it's about chipping off that ridiculous amount of carry from those guys, but also without hurting their advantage. Because we I think what you don't understand about the Huggins and the and and I and I'm embarrassed by the way that you lump Huggins and I in with Nicholas and Woods and people like that. <laughs> Stop mentioning our names. Okay, first of all, your case will be stronger if you stick with Nicholas and Woods. Yeah. Although Tiger's never really said the B word bifurcation, but but that's what he he wants the ball done. But anyway, right. so the point that we all try to make is we want the driver and the elite driver of the ball, the Norman, the Nick Price. I mean, you know, every era has had that great player has been an incredible driver of the golf ball. And we've lost it. It's gone. It's over. And and that's that's what we are ultimately trying to get back, besides all the other things that come into play. Well, actually, actually, all, all the players, if we look at all the st- statistics and, and all the, the big, uh, you know, uh, guys that gamble a lot and handicap the golf and everything. Yeah. The, num- the number one statistic that they pay attention to by far is driving. But it, it just re- mostly has to do with just one thing. It has to do with, like, how far you hit it. I mean, although they, they like, when they figure out, like, the lines and the betting and who's the favorite and who they're going to pick this uh, this week – the, the driving is the number one thing that they say they pay attention to, you know, some, but they want somebody that can hit it forever. Right. And, you know, and just be able to find his ball. That's pretty much all you have to do. If you do that, then it's hard to be too far off. Yeah. And I think people saw at Medina last year where uh, they had the incredible rough and Justin Thomas still just, just tore the place apart playing that kind of game because that's what the numbers suggested he should do. But, it's not interesting to watch, and uh, I think it's going to. Now, what's yeah. interesting though is not it. It breeds a certain kind of player, and 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 Steve on your your podcast read all of Matt Wolf's stats outside of outside of driving, yeah, and they're they good. they're awful. It's just same thing with Cameron Champ. I mean, Cameron Champ uh, is is just not good around greens, and so, and I, I I hate giving this to the to the anti bifurcation people, but. A major championship still uh, weed out that player. They can't bring that style of golf to a major venue, I believe, right? I mean, don't you think that's still the one thing we've kind of seen is bomb and gouge doesn't work on? Well, I mean, Daly, Daly won the PGA, you know, way back when doing that. I mean, I, I, yeah, I kind of. But I he was a good think, putter. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, had a great true. short game. Yeah, yeah. But I still, th- I, I kind of think it, it uh, well, well, and if it I works, mean, it sometimes it's great. Does work at Augusta. I mean, the only guys that yeah. have a chance there. You go if you're not long, you don't have a chance. I mean, unless the, you just catch a year when the weather is is such, the wind is such, and then you know a, a, a Zach Johnson you know sneaks in there, a Mike Weir. But I mean, it's been a while since that's happened. 
Well, let me ask you this, because you've designed, uh, you did the Sure Out Wedge with Callaway. You yeah. you know a lot about equipment. One of the things I, I think, I, I know where I, I'm, I'm going back and thinking of all the ways I've tried to help kind of chip away at you uh, in our discussions on this. And I know one of them I, I remember now that really hit home was when I, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, made the point that that bifurcation would also allow maybe a, a little bit of loosening on some some rules for the average golfer and the manufacturers to make some things that might be a little more user friendly to a beginner or or just an average golfer, uh, or maybe a little more affordable or something else uh, that that they can't do now because they're trying to make equipment for their best players because they think the the average golfer just wants to play what the pros play. Do you think that is a possibility that that bifurcation could? lead to manufacturers being able to make more user-friendly stuff no, I mean, for, I, for I, most people. I think people. that's a good point. I think that's a good point. I think that would make the game better. There's no doubt about that. That would be something that would definitely make the game better. Matter of fact, that would, I mean, even if I was uh, against, this is the best point, even if I was against uh, rolling the ball back, I would still be for bifurcation because I want to make I don't I don't want the game to be harder. I want the game to be easier for the average player. It's, it's a big hindrance in the game of golf. I don't care what anybody says. They can say whatever they yeah. want. They can say it's the allure of the game. They can come with all this stuff they want. And one of the tough things about golf is the learning curve is so steep. Yeah. And anything to make the learning curve easier would be great. And you know, to your point that you just made. Uh, you know, if you're going to play, if everybody's going to play the same thing like the pros play, then, you know, how exactly are you going to do that? You know, it's, it's, it's going to yeah. be tough, but if they give you, give them some leeway and let them do that. Yeah. I, th- I think that, I think that's a, that's a great point. I mean, I, I would probably put that as, as, uh, as number one point. Uh, and that's why you, you use that on me when you, you were yeah. trying to, you were trying to maneuver me, see? <laughs> And and I feel like we've made progress. We haven't quite gotten you to the finish line. It sounds like from the the podcast, but we're we're getting there. I think uh, you know key key part. Remember, don't mention my name and Huggins. Stick with Nicholas and okay. Woods. I will. All but right. All right. In your time working with Tiger, uh, did you ever discuss this the the, the distance uh, topic? Because I, I feel like he's kind of come around more recently. Well. No, not really. I mean, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't yeah. really. He didn't really talk about it. it. Just you know, but he was, he was already rolled back, right? He was the last guy to use a new piece of you know, like every. Let's face it. I mean, every year, every year when a new driver comes out, it's longer than the year before, regardless of what anybody says. I mean, it is. I mean, they can say whatever they want, but it's longer. It's longer because it doesn't spin as much. It's longer because it launches at a better angle. Uh, it's it's longer because if you hit off center, it goes farther than it used to when you hit off center. Uh, you know, it's longer because you know the for years because you know the face kept getting hotter and hotter and hotter. I mean, whatever whatever it is. I mean, when every manufacturer when they come out with a new driver, it's longer in some way, shape, or fashion than what it was last year. <laughs> that's just the, yeah. that, that's the, you know, even if it's just on mishits, but it is. And Tiger would always be the last one to use new equipment. So, so every year he was given up uh, distance on the uh, clubs 
And then you could say the same thing for the balls too. I mean, every year when they come out with a new ball or every time they come out with a new ball, there's some kind of improvement on it. And what is the improvement? You know, they don't want to say it, but, you know, well, they kind of do, but then they kind of don't because they don't want the USJ up uh, up on them. Uh, but the, the ball is going to be longer, too. I mean, it, it might it might, you know, not be longer with the, the USGA test, but they know it's longer with the way they test it, which is, you know, spin or spin off of this club versus this club or, you know, whatever, mm. whatever, you know, tricks, which is basically what they do, you know, tricks to get around the you know, the, the, the rules. So it, it's always learned. Tiger always used a ball that was so much shorter than every other ball, you know, and I was like, you know, I was like, why are we, uh, you know, using the, the equipment that, that, you know, why don't we get up there with everybody else? Why are we spotting everybody 15 yards here? You know, but anyway, that's just the way he played. He liked to, but now it seems like, he, you know, as he's gotten older, He's 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 not uh, he's he's not picking the spinniest ball because it spins good around the greens. He's picking something that he can get out there to to close the gap. Yeah, and and it does. Although I I think he still uses a pretty soft uh, ball compared to some guys, and, and a little bit spinnier. But um, and he certainly can move the ball pretty well. Uh, we're going to take one more break, and then I I, I want to ask you a little bit more about this all vital um, uh, coming. Um, around to this important moment in the game. I'm here with Hank Haney on The Shack Show. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. All right, so uh, you well, said let me you ask heard- you. Let, let me ask you a All question right. before. Wait, wait right. a second. Let me ask you a question before you get to that. What? Explain to me how this is going to happen. How are they going to get the manufacturers to go along with this? Is oh, that not. even a possibility? Well, I know because the manufacturers. Uh, my sense is they just don't even want to hear it. Uh, they just are opposed to anything, even if you present that idea of of opening up some ways like they did with with adjustability on drivers. Yeah, which was uh, good by the way. What, it's, a, right. it's a good argument. And really good so argument. You, they threw them a bone. 
that was Dick Ruggie, and and they threw him a bone, and uh, in return, they they should be able to tighten up a few things. the the the, the general problem, as you know, is it's one company, uh, Titleist, and 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 you probably also know I I've never understood their position because they are one of those quintessential uh, American, actually international brands, uh, synonymous with. The golf ball. They are literally synonymous the way Xerox was synonymous with the copy machine, the way Kleenex is so synonymous with uh, tissue that it, we call it Kleenex. And people refer to a ball as a Titleist. That's, it's, they're dominant. They're the best. Uh, they have been the best for the longest time. And so logic would tell you if we, we took 15 dimples off the ball for the pros and that was sold as the the, the competition ball, uh, well, then their brand strength and their credibility and their quality control and their made in the USA and all the things that they do mm-hmm. that make them the best will make them, that would make them even stronger. And they, you, you know, they don't agree with that point. And, yeah, and, and, uh, I and, do. and, and a That's special a hello point. to Wally Uline, who's probably listening at this point, shaking his head, saying no, but. Is that correct? That that they're so supreme, they should they'll they'll own it no matter what. They probably I, I would think they would own it more. I mean, I, that's what that, I, that's, I think. That that's is, possible. That is a good point. I mean, I would think they would own. But okay, so so how about this? Can, can they the governing bodies? Can they jam it down their throat, uh, or would it just open a whole can of lawsuits? Yeah, uh, they could, and then they probably would get sued. And uh, this year, y- you know, now things are even. Uh, shakier with on the financial side, you know, they've built this huge nest egg, the USGA for, in theory, it was for a rainy day for a year like this, where they would lose the US Open. That was exactly what Eric Leacher, then on the USGA uh, executive committee, told people at the annual meeting, it was part of a public um, uh, gathering uh, and, and said point blank, that's why we're building this this war chest to to survive a year where we don't have a U.S. Open. Well, if that happens this year, in theory, that hmm. war chest should be there for that. But it seems like uh, that won't be enough in their minds. And so this could change their position. Uh, but the RNA is, seems very confident and assured that this is this is the right thing to do is and that's an interesting thing in itself because Martin Slumbers was was not on board with this notion initially uh he like you has come around to understanding the ramifications from the design point of view and pace of play and uh, just the silliness of playing off of five courses at the old course during the open and all that nonsense um so i think that it's it, it they could they could do it it's just how to you know you're very tough on on mike davis on on your show um i don't know who it is who who bridges that gap between uh kind of each side i feel like martin slumbers is the person who now can do that he has a you know he thinks like a businessman and he and he thinks like somebody who wants to make the game fun but he's really done his homework hmm. and so I think he can make, and he's got the accent, Hank. You know, it's just <laughs> <laughs> that makes a difference. It never goes wrong. No, it's always good. Yeah, it's well, it 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 helps. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. helps. Um, so right. I, I think it's possible. I really do. Now, what happens now with this pandemic and and the values of the game changing? I think is an interesting component in this. Now, okay. What are you hearing? People are just 
I'm hearing a lot of, I'm just happy to be able to play golf again. I'm not, I haven't heard one person go and say, you know, I was a little rusty and I think I'd lost about 10 yards. I don't think I'm going back out to play. I've, all I heard is, oh, so good to be back out and so happy uh, I to. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, I, you know, <laughs> I had my, I, I'm telling you, I had my back operated on last, uh, last year, like a, just a year, you know, go coming November. And then I had my, both my knees replaced. Or my back was the February. Then I had my knees replaced in November. Okay, so I've got the double whammy: the mm. back surgery and double knee replacement. And I I went out to hit balls like the first time, and I'm like, "Oh my god, is that only as far as I can hit the ball?" <laughs> right, I, but I I don't know if I can. I mean, this is like I I don't know if this interests me. I, I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. I mean, no, I get like, that. It was so, I mean, I was so far back. I'm like, oh my, but, but I mean, uh, he, the problem is, is, you know, you gotta, if they do this, they, I mean, you think they can design something? Well, clearly, yes. clearly those, so where just, what, what are you going to do? Just oh, come dock, on, you know, dock the top guys. Is that what you're going to do? Well, you're going to knock off something on all the top players, but I hope it's, it has to be done in a way that, that that Cameron Champ is still five yards longer than the next guy on average. You know, it has to be where that super elite distance guy doesn't get negated down to being the same as Zach Johnson. That would backfire, and that'd be awful. And we don't want that. We want long driving to be uh, rewarded and a virtue. I believe was was the way Alistair McKenzie put it. And you want that. So I think there's a way to do it. That that this these optimized launch conditions that these guys enjoy, and that now a younger generation all has at a younger age because they start learning on on speed. It's all about speed, and then they figure out how to hit it straight. That you can do that, knock that off a little bit, and it's and not affect the average person. Obviously, the ball's the ideal way, uh, but you know, Tiger just played around a golf. He brought his persimmons out. I don't know if you saw that article. Yeah, I um, where he brought him out and Justin Thomas. Of course, I and, saw it. It was on okay. your website. Okay, I, yeah, I, I and, always see articles on your website. And he mentioned, you know, the gear effect, and I loved that that description of the smaller head, which has been the other possible solution uh, that these guys play, and it's that's Titleist view that they would love to see the driver head reduced for the pro, because obviously for business reasons, but. Also, to create this gear effect, to make them throttle back a little. Um, what do you think of that? See, that uh, one, that you, one's you a little tougher. I don't think you can trust what anybody says because they, they all tell you what's best for them. I mean, don't you know, yeah, like the correct. cynic would say, Titleist is saying that because they don't have a driver that sells and their balls do. And so they want to they want to hurt the the competition that's got drivers, but they want to yeah. stay the same. I mean, that's, that's correct. Easy argument that you know yeah. people people would would make, and you know, and then the other guys are going to you know, hey, keep our clubs like this, but it, you know, just knock the ball back. And we'll still have our driver share, and you know, and and the guy that we've been trying to knock off the top of the mountain, he'll, he'll get hurt. I mean, it, I don't know. It's just there's so many there's so many factors in it that and okay so can cam let me go back here cameron champ now he's gonna have a five yard advantage or 10 yards or whatever 15 yards, yeah. whatever uh, but but is this a never-ending thing i mean you know this isn't like a 
is this a one-time deal? Or, I mean, do we do this again in 10 more years when uh, somebody bigger, stronger, faster comes along? I mean, what what do you think on that? Mm, that is a tricky one. I, I, I think that uh, we have to take it one step at a time and try it. I think if they do it properly and, and the ball – you don't want the the full floater effect, but if you if you get the ball moving, and and there's a little bit of that gear effect just on the ball that Tiger's talking about, not the driver head, but just that that slight bit of backing off, that that's going to make a big difference in terms of how players swing and approach. I mean, you surely have seen some of the videos where people put on uh, put put a young player on persimmon or the early metal woods and put them on the track man and <laughs> and it's the way they swing the speed they're at it really gets exposed when when the head is smaller um and so but if the ball has a similar effect but you leave the head size the way it is but the ball could move a little bit more if you hit a knuckler or you hit it a little funky i think you're going to see the same kind of gear effect and 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 guess what Hank you know you still have to play golf balls to play golf you have to buy them it's this amazing thing you don't have to buy a new driver every year you have to yeah. buy golf balls to play and that's right, another right. thing i've never understood about their argument that it, it, you're always going to need them so no I, that's a good point i don't get that argument either that doesn't make any sense i mean they're, they're still going to sell the same amount of golf balls they're still going to be you know, dominant. Actually, they'll sell more golf balls the first couple of years because, you know, it, it, when, if, if anything happened, then people would be trying them out. You know, they'd be trying this brand versus this brand versus this sure. brand versus this yeah. brand. I mean, you, you know, you would, you know, right now people are kind of dialed in. I mean, there's a certain, you know, aspect of people that just say, well, I mean, they're all the same. They're all great. You know, you'd be trying them out more. They might sell more. Yeah. With, with golf balls, you mean? Yeah. With golf yeah. balls. Yeah. Well, probably, the other companies some more. People yeah. would be trying them out, trying different different ones. Yeah. Yeah, they've upped their game some of the other companies and that's part of it. But Titleist still has that that trust factor that's that's unique right. and I think they'd retain it. Um but well we'll we'll see. It, it, and again, I don't know how what happens now with with sort of the change in values. I sense people are well, first of all, since I've been putting this stuff out there and, and complaining about it well after Jack Nicholas and many other people, obviously, uh, that there is a change that people do sense that it's not good for the sport uh, in certain ways. I mean, I, I, I have problems with it on many levels, obviously the architecture. I don't like this idea of kids learning how to swing hard, as hard as possible. Uh, I, it just seems to me that's, that's nuts. That's going to lead to injuries. Uh, it's just, and then it's just not as interesting to watch as we saw. I mean, Seminole could be really interesting. It does. It shouldn't need greens at fourteen, yeah. uh, but that's what it has to protect it. And it it, it just isn't. Com distance is not compelling on television unless it is absolutely. You know, the cameras have to be positioned to get that speed shot. They you have to see the ball going way by somebody else. It's just there are a lot of dynamics to make distance exciting. Yeah, it's, it, you know, it, it, one of the things that's for sure is is what they've done to protect the courses because of the distance has made it, you know, much more difficult for the average player. I know yeah. about that. I mean, you know, pin, pin green speed number one, but uh, you know, fair how close it's mown around the the greens and 
the pin placements on the edges and it, 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 there's oh. no doubt about that. But the green yeah. speed number one for sure. Yeah, it's a killer. It's a killer for pace of play. You know, one of the things I've been hearing from from people who went back to playing uh, after a break here, uh, and their course maybe wasn't maintained to the normal standards, but you know, thankfully, all golf courses continued some form of of maintenance that I I've heard about, except maybe a few select cases, which is incredible. That was a real um, concern about what that would mean because you know, as you know, uh, you, I'm sure you've seen a golf course when it doesn't get maintained for about two weeks. It's it's stunning what happens. But green speeds were slower, yeah. and and I've heard some people, ah, you know, it, it wasn't great, but pace of play got so much better, and tee time spacing got a little bit better, and and uh, miraculously, gosh, you know, people are playing at, at the right pace when the when the spacing's there. So there are all these little values that people mm-hmm. become more aware of. And I yeah. just wonder how many are going, yeah, gosh, I can't wait to get out there and then try to figure out how to get 10 more yards or, or, or buy something that'll do that. I think people are just so happy to play golf that they'll they'll recognize it. Um, now, the people running the pro game, the other area that's a problem is they, as you know, are now hooked on the athleticism and promoting, you know, they don't refer to them as golfers anymore. They're athletes. Jay Monahan's mm-hmm. always, you know, these athletes, these athletes, you know, and it's a marketing angle that no, they think I mean, they think it sells the if they if everybody hit the ball the same way i mean the same distance okay if everybody hit the ball the same distance then you would you would still have the same athletic thing because then the the big thing would be are you fast enough strong enough big enough to get it out of the rough i mean that that would be the distinguishing factor besides you know how straight you could hit it. If everybody hit it the, the, the same distance, then, you know, everybody would end up being, you know, looking like uh, Kepka because, and DJ because, you know, the, the whole, the, the only way you could distinguish yourself was, are you strong enough to get it out of the rough? Now you don't, right. you, you know, those guys are, that's a, a part of the factor, but the other part of the factor is they're hitting a wedge anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Right. And they, yeah. um, and they will, and whenever people say, well, just grow the rough and those guys just laugh, they go, you're going to make it even better for me. Cause I'm, I'm strong enough to hit it out of rough. And I've got a nine iron when somebody else has a six iron, uh, and, and they just, they laugh It's So that hasn't yeah. worked through course setup. No, this is good, but this has been like this forever. I mean, you know, I remember back in, yeah. you know, when I was working with Mark O'Meara, and this is like, you know, early 80s. And I, and I you know, I could never, you know, he, ended, he won the Masters. He won the Open Championship. But I could never, you know, picture him how he could, he could ever win a U.S. Open. I mean, he just, he, he, he didn't hit it long enough. I mean, and he missed, whenever he'd miss a fairway, uh, he, he would, he'd never miss like, uh, you know, Phil or Payne Stewart. He missed like, you know, he just missed by a yard or two. Right. And he was in, and he, he wasn't, you know, big <laughs> enough, strong enough, fast enough to, to handle that rough where the, mm. the guys that either hit really wide could get lucky over there where everybody was trampled down or they could, you know, hit it up there and hit a shorter club out and they were strong enough to get it out. I mean, I, I feel like there's no chance he has. I, I don't know. Mm. You know, that, that seems like that's what I mean about, you know, the guys getting bigger and stronger so that they could handle it. That would become yeah. the distinguishing factor then. You know, Mike Davis tried to have graduated rough to help people like Mark O'Meara. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. just a, you're a little yeah. tough on yeah, him Mike there. Davis. But... I, I can't. Mike Davis, that guy's <laughs> Yeah, I know. You're, you're a little rough oh, on him he, there he's on the show. Like a, he's, hey, where is that guy hiding, by the way? 
Well, I think they've chosen all the governing bodies to be pretty quiet. There's not much they can say. Yeah. They, although they did roll out the news yesterday of canceling all the locals and sectionals for the U.S. Open. Which, yeah, what about that? Tell me about that. What do you think about that? It's an open, that was a, little it's weird. a U.S. Open. How can it be an open? Yeah, you can't, how can you it can't be that? <laughs> I'm still <laughs> trying to wrap my head around it, but my, and I've been reading a few things and, and asking some people and I, I just don't get it, Hank. To be to be honest, I, I know there's there's a good reason um, that they did it. I I really do. I, I haven't asked yet, but I I struggle because it's such an integral part of the U.S. Open, and the people who run the sectionals and I can I can understand maybe the locals. The, the local qualifying is a lot more events, but the sectional you could do with the people who are exempt to sectionals normally, and maybe. Maybe add the to the field a little bit based on some some amateur or uh, other rankings. You could do something. Anyway, the point is, those are run by state and regional golf associations. The USGA just helps out a little bit, but those are local operations, and they're very safe. Everybody's spread out tee time wise. The only time anybody gets together as a group is to look at the scoreboard. And even then, it's not like people are standing on top of each other, uh, and they're some of them are pacing, and some of them are on the phone. Mm-hmm thinking about the making their plans. So I'm a little surprised that they, especially as USGA has gotten so proud uh, and they've did a whole marketing campaign around it about that part of the tournament. And then just to kind of cut it off seemed uh, strange to me because if they're going to play in September, there's still a little bit of time to, to sort through that. So I think they have some logistical reasons, but I think it's going to be really bizarre. Don't you? I mean, to call yeah. the U.S. Open and. Yeah, it's not the U.S. Uh, Invitational. Yeah, it's an invitational. And then they're picking the field and the amateur one is 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 being selected and that's always been rough with them in the Walker Cup. Can you imagine it on a larger scale? Wow. I think they're going to open themselves up to some criticism uh, it, it seems. But they, but I you know, I've been asking and I did a poll and I say people are just they just want a US Open. They don't care how Yeah. They, yeah. Well, I, how the field I gets there. It's not like those it's not like any qualifier is going to win the tournament anyways. It's not going to happen. No, but they're Gosh, there's such a great part of it. it. It adds such a different. I mean, you just go to U.S. Open, and it, you know, it's just so great when there's some guy there hitting balls next to Tiger Woods that that uh, has made it there and is a good player. And and then five years later, that player turns out to be a you know a Xander Shoffley or something. I, I love that about the U.S. Open. I think everybody does. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, they won't anyway. be able, they won't have the uh, caddy player bet on uh, who's going to be the the high score. Uh, what's the high score going to be? Eighty eight or eighty nine? <laughs> no, that, that, probably that part not. will be eliminated. Yeah, everybody will be happy to be there. Well, I'm going to let you go. I appreciate your time. I'm really I'm now I'm going to keep coaching you though on on making this case now that you're on our team, and I'm not going to let you off the the bifurcation team like like Brandel Shambly kind of leaves a <laughs> comes and goes. We're going to keep on, you. I'm on your team. I, I, the, your, your argument was, is a great one about uh, g- giving them a chance to do other stuff with the equipment for the, I like, I like yeah, that I knew that one. would pull at your heartstrings. I yeah, knew it'd get you. One. Yeah. yeah and that, Cause what, I remember the you Magna, you were, you were intrigued by the Magna ball yeah. and get, get some of those Magnas and, and test them out or have, have somebody who's got the crazy club head speed. Uh, test them out and see the numbers. You'll see it. It knocks just a little bit off them and uh, doesn't hurt the average Would guy. that little bit make you happy, though? I mean, really? I mean, would that be well, enough? Well, uh, just strictly I mean, how, on much, a, how much do you need to come off? How much did that – he hit that ball 365. Yeah. Okay, it would really well, be how, nice. How much did needs to come off of that? <laughs> yeah, mean, I wouldn't look lot. at him. 
but I'd look at the average numbers and 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 around eight percent would be really amazing from okay. a design point of view. Just 8%? from yeah, I mean, Hank, at LA Country Club where they're going to have the U.S. Open in twenty twenty three, where I worked with Gil Hans on the on the restoration of the course, we picked up two fairway bunkers and moved them down in two thousand and nine and ten when we did it. One of those bunkers wow. we picked up and moved, we're picking it up and moving it again on the second hole. Wow. Uh, just in that time, I mean, it's just, it's just dumb. It's just it's yeah. stupid, and uh, it doesn't make the game better, or more interesting. It, it it doesn't really sell more equipment either. I don't think, but we'll try. Yeah. We're gonna we're we're All gonna right. see what happens. Yeah, right. I'm, so. I'm on your I'm on your team. I appreciate you. Uh, You're on team bifurcation. Remember, yeah. Nicholas. And Woods, not yeah. Shackleford and Huggins. Yeah, Remember that Gary Player, everybody, they're all there. Everybody, everybody. Yeah, I don't know about dropping Gary Player. That could be <laughs> that could be a little dicey for you. Well, they're they're all they're all they're all. Ah, he's good. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's better again. Gary Player, Lee Trevino, Tom Watson, better again than Huggins and Shackleford. Hey, yeah. thanks for, right. thanks so much for the time, and uh, and of course everybody should tune into the Hank Haney Show and uh, subscribe wherever they get their podcasts. Thanks, Hank. All right, Jack. All right. Well, thank you again to Hank Haney. Of course, it's the Hank Haney Podcast. You can get it wherever pods are streamed. It's easy to find, and uh, it is a part of the iHeart family, and I am proud to be part of the iHeart family. And, of course, The Shack Show is a production of iHeart Radio. I don't know if I'm going to put any show notes up for this one other than some links to uh, to Hank's show. I don't think I need to. Well, maybe I'll, I'll dig up something on Max Bear and the floater ball now that I think about it. That's kind of fun. And uh, that there's an old newspaper article about how he was doing that. And uh, that got a kick out of Hank mentioning the floater that uh, he uses. I'm actually going to find out, too, what brand ball that is. So any other range purveyors out there who would like to provide us, who have a limited flight situation, would like to provide us something that is not like hitting a rock, uh, that would be wonderful. So I'll find out what brand that is as well. Anyhow, thank you again, as always, for listening to The Shack Show. It is a production of iHeartRadio. And as always, you know that for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks again, and I will talk to you soon here on The Shack Show. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.